by a number of other scientific studies that have been done over the years. And an attitude of thanksgiving actually has tremendous health benefits throughout the entire human person. Physical benefits through nearly every system, emotional benefits, intellectual benefits. And these are in studies that this particular scientist did long term, but they've been correlated by many other scientific things. And you know, I find it fascinating that St. Paul said, just be sorry, I didn't bring my clicker, there's just one, two more slides. St. Paul said, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And it makes total sense then that science would discover that giving thanks is good for us. God made us. God wants good for us. The plans I have for you are good, not bad. His will then is for us to give thanks. Why? It's good for us. I... I, I love science, and I, I think science has a lot to offer our faith. Sadly, certain groups of Christians have decided science is the enemy of our faith, but I find science to be very much a supporter of our faith. Give thanks. One of the things about giving thanks, however, is, it, like most things, it takes practice. The practice of saying thank you. One of the cool things about saying why it works is that in order to say thanks to someone, you have to think about something to be thankful for, right? So that causes you to start thinking grateful thoughts. Then, so the more you practice, the more you think. Because then you can't just keep saying thanks for the same thing. You've got to find something else to say thank you for. And then you keep going, and all of a sudden you realize, wow, I have a whole bunch of stuff to be thankful for. And then you start to live thankfully and gratefully. And it changes the perspective. And then, even in the messiness of life, we can still be grateful. And I think that's what Paul's getting at. He thinks in all circumstances, be very clear here. That these are, this is the English translation, in all circumstances. It's not for. There are certain branches of Christianity I don't, I don't adhere to. The, the, the branch that I sit firmly on is I don't believe God is the author of evil, and I don't thank God for evil. It is true that when we look back through our lives, we can look at evil things that have happened, and perhaps out of those experiences, we have grown strong. We have learned something. We have become wiser. We have become more thankful, perhaps. But that's a far different thing than blaming God for evil. I don't do that. God defeated evil. He crushed evil. He destroyed evil. That's what the entire Christ event is about, the event that we're entering the season to celebrate the Advent was to come to be human to die to rise again to defeat but we can give thanks in all circumstances in all so what I wanted to do this morning together is we're going to give thanks again so the Eucharist table communion table Eucharist means thanksgiving and that's in fact what communion is to go and thank God for what he did for us that we couldn't do so I gave you all that piece of paper, and I'm sorry some folks came in afterwards, but one of the things I want us to do on that piece of paper is just write down something we're thankful for. Honest. And honest things. It's been a tough year for many of us. Many of us have lost family, loved ones, and we've suffered other experiences this year. It's okay to be honest about what we're thankful for. Because maybe it's just being thankful that we 
can work up a thing. And I think one of the things that Mark talked about last week was because faith, hope, and love exist, maybe sometimes that's all we can be thankful for. One of my favorite Psalms, Jesse, is Psalm 136. I like Psalm 136 for many different reasons. One is, it's this beautiful poem. Second, it sort of is the basis for liturgy everywhere in that it's a repetitive psalm. And the psalmist writes, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love endures forever. And after each line, his love endures forever. And in fact, this would probably be sung quite the way we just did our prayers of the people liturgy, where someone would sing the first line and everyone would respond, His love endures forever. Different English translations have it for his mercy endures forever, others for his loving kindness endures forever. I like the NIV in this case because love captures it all. God is love. That is why he is able to extend this grace. God is love. That is why his mercy always endures for us and doesn't go away. It's a beautiful sound. So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take communion together, but differently than before. We're not going to be ushered up. When you're ready to take communion, come up to get communion, and Alice and Jennifer are going to serve communion. But we're going to be way up, they're going to be way up there at the altar serving communion. You'll have your paper. You can bring it up and you can simply put it on the communion table, take communion, and go back to your seat. Others of you can come up and before you take communion, share with us what you're thankful for. If you don't like talking in front of people, just read your paper. Or if you like talking in front of people, go for it. Just try not to go 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. We'll be here all day. <laughs> But share with us. So that we in community can be thankful with you. And, and maybe there's people here today that need something to be thankful for. Well, as we're brothers and sisters in Christ, let's be thankful together. And we can give thanks with each other. And that's beautiful. And here's what we'll do. As each person or couple, feel free to come as a couple if you'd like, or come as an individual. It's totally up to you. As each person walks away from the communion table, I I'm going to read the psalm. I'm going to read one verse. Give thanks to the Lord for his good. And we'll all sing together for his love and yours forever. Just if you go to the next slide. Just, it's simple words, but just so everyone remembers. It. So I'll read a verse, and we'll all sing together for his love and yours forever. And we'll be reminded that we're thankful for whatever our brother or sister is thankful for. Okay? So let's give thanks together. So, honey, if you and Alice would go up and, and be prepared for people to come up and, and receive communion, I would appreciate that. And at any time, when either one of you want to share or just receive your communion as well, I'll be watching. Psalm 136 has a few more verses, has, has, might not have enough verses for one, but we'll just go back to the top because it's such a beautiful psalm. And, and thank you so much for participating in this.